This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Pet Cemetery. Sometimes dead is better. I liked it earlier when we were talking about Chris eating toilet bowl pucks. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. I'm Hotlanta. And I'm Troy. I'm coming at you live from my garage, not his, Chris's house again. His garage. His socially garage. distancing garage. Car hold. His car hole? Yeah. What do you call it? <laughs> La dee da, Mr. Frenchman. <laughs> Chris gets it. Yeah. There's no dogs in here. Dogs are funny little cars. Yeah. Well, no no dogs attacking you as you wander around the neighborhood podcasting, so that's good. Uh, the dog, that was right in front of my house, like directly in front of my house. So that wasn't even wandering around the neighborhood. You're you're destroying the illusion, Brett. Like, I just like the idea of you, like, wandering, like, just going on a walkabout during <laughs> a podcast and just letting letting the podcast take you wherever wherever you go. Well, that also happened... But at the point in time when I was walking, when I was by my house, is when the dog came at me. I just yeah. kept walking. <laughs> I said, oh, good. Oh, bad. And then the guy was there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, at least, it wasn't, at, at least that wasn't attack, bees. Nope. That would have been harder to stop. Yep. So this week we watched the... 2019 Pet Cemetery, almost exactly one year after it was released. Yep. As suggested by Squid the First. Mm-hmm. Little squid numero uno. Yes. Uh, Squido primero. C. Calamari primary. Ooh. How exotic. See, break out my Latin that is probably not actually Latin. Konnichiwa. You got it. You're good. You're good. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> uh, so, yes, we watched this movie that was filmed Pet in Canada. Skimitary. Skimitary. And where does this movie start, Chris? At the beginning. Incorrect. At the end. It starts with the nearly end. Practically the end. Yes. Practically. So they show us... Actually, does anyone else get a little just stressed out by the flyover shots? Like, that's how this movie starts. Like, the flyover shot of, like, a forest and a road, and then there's a fucking house on fire, and then there's a road, and then there's another house, and then they dive down into that... You know, to show the 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 car with hand bloody handprints on it, and then a door with open the front door open with like bloody drag marks. But for some reason, just like the flyover shot of the woods started to stress me out. I liked it. I like fires in the woods. I don't know what it was, but I'm like, I was trying to think of like for some reason, like the shining popped into my head, but and then like the lost boys, and I was like. I don't know. 
Horror movies like their flyover shots. I think you were tripping, dog. Well, it was 6.30 in the fucking morning, so maybe I was. You might have been. That's the best time to trip. Because my dog is like, I'm hungry now. Wake up and feed me. I was like, it's fucking Sunday. Why are you waking me up at 6.30 in the goddamn morning? She's you like, already answered because with the food. Yeah, I know. But yeah. And so I got up and fed her, let her outside to do her business, and then I went and watched this movie at 6.30 in the fucking morning. That's all the time Sunday. for that. So my opinion will be colored by that fact, just so people know. I was asleep. When you watched this movie? No, it's 6.30 in the morning. Oh. Most people are. Especially on a Sunday. Unless you're not a Muscari and then never on a Sunday. So, Chris, what do you think about all this stuff? They're words. You don't so, say. Some of them make even make sense. Well, if you get to read your damn book. So after the the opening ending, where does this movie start, Chris? The beginning. Well, we meet up with uh, the good doctor and his family. Uh, good. I don't know. Yeah. I, how do I describe This guy has terminal Dubro face. All yeah. he's missing is his backwards Under Armour hat. Yeah, like I like, took one look at him and I was like, I fucking hate you because you look like every goddamn dude bro I knew in college in 1996. Like, where's your fucking like hemp necklace with beads woven into it and shit? Like, fuck you. Like, that was just my like visceral reaction to this guy. You got to have the backwards Under Armour hat, a wife beater, possibly aviators. Oh, God. But yeah. Terminal dude bro face. That's what this guy had. Is that like the male equivalent of a resting bitch face? Yes. Weird. Like, if he had been born 20 years later, he would have been like an Axe body spray fanatic. Ah. Like Chris. Yes. Only Chris does other things with Axe body spray that we won't talk about. Well, he just does weird stuff with the cans. Well, yeah. I mean... Though, just if you if you guys burn your garbage, just for safety's sake, don't throw aerosol empty aerosol cans in there. They will fucking explode. It's true. Instead, instead, throw them in a bonfire and shoot them. <laughs> that seems more safe. It's faster. Fast. Yes, that is correct. It is quicker. I guess. That's the yeah. problem with explosions. Normally, they're too slow. Yeah. Hey, guns are guns are faster than no guns. That's all I know. Also, don't burn uh, like the plastic Chris. the plastic jug, empty plastic jugs of laundry detergent where you can inhale the fumes. That's also not good. Yeah, Chris, get your fumes. Come on. I may have burned a fair amount of garbage as a teenager living in the country. Just saying. Try some kind of weird trash burning maniac. Come on, Chris. Oh yeah, like extension cords though. Totally throw extension cords in your trash barrel when you burn it. That, that makes some cool fucking colored flames with all the the, chem, all the the metals in there burning. It's amazing. I like to throw brand new car batteries and bonfires. That seems unhealthy. <laughs> yeah, for others. <laughs> yeah, Chris, Brett just throws them in the bonfires and then drives off. 
Yeah, he just rolls by to drive by car battery. So, so when the superheated sulfuric acid comes shooting out of the the car batteries, he's not around to enjoy it. Yes, enjoy. <laughs> Come on, Chris, you're gonna start getting into the narrative of the movie, or are we just gonna no. keep stopping you? We're gonna just talk about sulfuric acid and lead for the rest of the podcast. Yeah. Welcome to sulfuric acid lead princess. Yeah. Also known as car battery wet 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 battery princess. <laughs> wet battery princess. What the fuck is that? Well yeah, it's not a like dry it. cell. A wet battery is a battery that uses a liquid acid and a metal to create electrical charge. Duh. A dry uh, well, battery uses dry chemicals like zinc uh, and things like well. that. There you go. Don't you feel stupid? Uh, well, I may have taken an organic chemistry course in high school or in, in chem and college for that matter. I do feel like a fool. Yeah, I like chemistry. An chemistry is fool. Anyway, so anyway, Terminal Dude Bro Face Doctor Guy drives his family to their new house. Yep. And they're, uh, there they are, new house. And they have it. So it's Terminal Dude Bro Face Doctor. Do we have a name for the wife? Wife. Uh, there's the daughter. Daughter. Ellie Fan. Smelly. Smelly Fan. And gauge. Uh, fake gauge. 20 gauge. 22 gauge. 410. <laughs> Hike. So they're all, they're all moving in. Uh, to the house. Sm- smelly fin. Is that what we're going with? Really? That's what I have to say. Yes. 26. Smelly fin. Smelly fan is what you have to say at least 26 times. Smellifant. So, like Smellifant gets bored just being See? in the house unboxing things. You can do it. And uh, heads out to check out the property as apparently they uh, they got several acres of wooded they land. The, they got the back 40. Yeah. And uh, she sees a bunch of kids wearing uh stereotypical man creepy masks. masks. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's like the fucking Wicker Man. They're, oh, they're just playing funeral procession. They're fine. They're just kids. It's what they do. Have we done the Wicker Man? We did, yeah, the original Wicker Man. We did the original? Yeah. Did we make Brett, did we make Brett watch it? Brett, did you watch the Wicker Man with us? I don't think I was there for that one. Oh, fuck. I'm ever so sorry. Man. Anyway. Don't cross. They're wearing Wicker Man masks. Yeah. And uh, they're heading up to the pet cemetery. Ooh, he said the thing. I did say the thing. <gasps> you used the name of the movie in the podcast. Yes. Because <laughs> it's and, a cemetery for pets. Oh, and so the drinking game apparently is when Chris says the name of the movie in the podcast, he takes a drink. I did take a drink. That's why I said it's part of the drinking game. When he blinks, he takes the drinks. Man, he blinks a whole lot, especially you when you drink talk. A bitch. It's, it's bad for my. Well, liver. that's mostly. That's not blinking so much as rolling his eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's because he's mad when I talk. <laughs> I can't imagine why. 
It's probably because of the idiot shit. <laughs> yeah. And Brett's back on his idiot shit again. Yep. Back on. It would imply that I left. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were on your hoe shit for a while, then you're back, and now you're back on your idiot shit. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get my shit mixed up. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's some real idiot shit. He flipped I his shit I back. My, I should get my shit together. He flipped his shit upside down and reversed it. I flipped the shit script. So pet cemetery, cemetery. Yeah. So uh, she decides. Smellyfant decides after uh, her mom says to go back in to go back out because she wants to see what those kids were up to. Because I guess she is tired of she is tired of looking at that goddamn pineapple under the goddamn sea, and she wants to go see. Shit. She wants to go see what the fucking Wicker Man kids are doing. Yeah. Which is fair. I would also want to know what the fuck a bunch of Wicker Man kids were doing. I told you they're playing funeral procession. So she uh she finds the pet cemetery, and that's where we meet a. Uh... Oh no! She just so then in the, in the pet cemetery. There's a big fucking like goddamn like Les Miserables barricade of like fallen trees and branches and shit. She she starts trying to climb it, puts her foot into a wasp's nest, falls down. Takes a step. Falls down, and then Dud shows up. Oh, Dud! And somehow pulls a bee stinger out of her wasp sting, and then <laughs> and then Some rubs sort of super stinger made and, of two stingers. And then rubs mud on it like that's going to fucking help. And then introduces himself as Dud. Yeah. Mud, rap, shit. But the moral of the story is the main name is Dud. Yep. And then, like, the mom shows up and he tells her to wash the mud off and put baking soda on it, which also is not going to help the goddamn sting. Is it going to hurt it? No, it's just not going to do anything. It'd be like, you might as well just rub butter on it. It doesn't fucking matter at that point. Butter's usually pretty good for rubbing. Gross. I mean, that's what Marlon Brando said. It is gross. Real gross. So, uh, Mom shows up and she's like, Hey, uh, I can't help but notice that you're talking to a strange old man in the woods. Yeah, like, oh, hello, Mr. Six-Year-Old Man talking to my eight-year-old daughter. Yeah, and he's like, hey, don't worry, I'm your neighbor, so this is not creepy. Yeah, it's not like... It's not like most people are... Most children are... Most molested children are molested by people they know. Yeah, no, it's all stranger danger. Yeah. And satanic cults. Those are the real problems facing the youth of today. Also, critical role. Oh, yeah. Do you hear the dogs? I hear no dogs. I think you're having some kind of flashback from last week. It's it's his PTSD kicking in. No, no, there's dogs. There's They're dogs everywhere. I had I had to stop using the dog emoji on the on the Discord because it gave Brett PTSD after last episode. I actually I freeze, used yeah. it three Over times as much day. as normal. <laughs> he just, I get dog pictures from Chris all the time. Yeah. He's like, oh, did it look like this? How about this? 
How about this? What about so this So we're doing dog? Cujo next week. Is that what I hear? Yeah, and then we're going to do yeah. uh, Man's Best Friend. <laughs> and then Old Yeller, because that movie's scary. Oh, fuck that movie. Oh, God damn, we... Where the Redfern go, grows, like that book fucking wrecked me as a teenager. I always wanted to make one of those raccoon traps. Yeah. I mean, I had to, it's funny because, so I grew up in a very, I went to school at a very small school. Like my graduating class was 48 people. And the history teacher, the American history teacher lived next door to us. So for a while there, he was giving me a ride home because his his driveway was right next to our driveway, and I, he just let me off at the, you know, he pulled into his driveway, and I'd get out and go over to my house. And we were reading Where the Red Fern Grows for English at that point, and so I had to wait like a half hour for him to finish up his, uh, his, his work before he left. And I was reading that and just like bawling my eyes out. So when he finally, like, when he finally like, called me over to like, you know, go home. I I must have looked like I would just like I don't know had to shoot my own dog or something. It was terrible. <laughs> so back to this movie. So uh, yeah, they meet Dud, and uh, we meet up with the smash smash jump cut to him at their house for dinner. Uh, no, first is the uh. Oh yeah, right. We got um, Pascal. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you got to go to the the doctor's office or whatever. Yeah, we got a doctor Dubro's office. Who uh, he terminal Dubro face, and he works at university. He works at student death in a university, like some college infirmary or some shit. I don't know. Didn't no one else call their student health building student death? No. No, uh, that's what we did. We call it a student death. Instead I never matriculated at university. Yeah, I did all my college courses online. The University mm-hmm. of Honduras. <laughs> I still had to go to my same doctor over the internet school that I went to as well. Okay. And Brett still goes to his pediatrician. It's weird. It is weird. <laughs> I mean... He likes those sugar-free lollipops. That's right. I do. Did anyone else's dentist give them a uh, a coupon for a free cone of ice uh, ice cream cone after their dentist appointment? Man, no. that 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 seems like a conflict of interest. Oh no, mine did. I mean, I'd love to go to the dentist because, like, after the dentist, they got a coupon to get a free ice cream cone at the ice cream shop, like two doors down from the dentist That's office. A- Hey, congratulations, you completed rehab. Here's a fifth and a fucking dime bag. Like, what the fuck is that about? <laughs> you know, to take the edge of rehab off. Yeah, that was great. Like, that dude had it, had it on lockdown. That's all I got to say. So, student death. Yeah. The and guy, uh, there's Dr. a horrible... Terminal dude bro face. There was a, an accident involving uh, a kid and... A, a car, I guess. I don't know. Something that yes. turned him into mush. Yeah, they kind of smashed up like an entire side of his body. He got a little fender bender. Yeah. And he did the bending. He got bent by a fender. Yep. And uh, or, or maybe an Ibanez. It's hard to say. 
a couple of different places. It was a Les Paul, clearly. Yep. Yeah. Gibson. And uh, but uh, old Pascal doesn't make it through. No, but he loses a lot of blood. Yeah. And uh, so he turns into a ghost monster and warns uh, Doctor <laughs> Fucking whatever the fuck I'm supposed to call him. Terminal, Terminal Dubrovskis. Right, that one. And he warns him not to like break the fucking circle or some seal. shit. Don't break the seal. Yeah, Don't break then, the damn seal, Chris. You're then, a seal breaker. Then you have to pee the whole time. Yeah. And uh that turns out that uh wife also has her own recurring uh dead people fucking shit going on. Yeah, she's got them weird flashback nightmares of her dead broken sister. Link. Yeah. Stink link. My dog? It's funny because you said Link and that didn't phase you. And then I said Stink Link and that's when you thought it was your dog. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I guess it's important. I don't know. Didn't seem important to me, but the movie sure thinks it's important. What, the the sister nightmares? Yeah. Yeah, they lay that on you pretty thick. And uh, they decide to invite Dud over for a evening of merriment and mirth-making. Very mirth. Where yeah. um, Smelly Fent, like does her dance of the Sugar Plum Fairies. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're like, oh, good, fuck kids dancing around. Great. That's exactly what I wanted. And uh, he meets the cat, Church. Church is a cat. Yeah. Named after Winston Churchill. Not just a building where people go for church. And uh, we jump smash cut to Halloween now. Keep it. I mean, don't worry about. Don't worry about how it looks like it's spring with all the green and everything. It's fine. It's Halloween. Don't worry. It's October now. Yeah, I mean, October is very green in Maine. I hear. Yeah, well, being that close to the equator and all. Yeah, it's right between October and May. Close to October. And uh, Dud runs up the driveway trying to get fucking Terminal Dude Bro Face. Is that? Yes. Thank you. That fucking time. And he calls him over and he's like, hey, uh, got it, got your, your cat's dead and stuff. Look at it. It's right here. <laughs> dead as shit. Not dead. It's just taking a broken, sticky nap. And, uh, Dr. Dr. Terminal resting dude bro face is like, (laughs) yeah, it's dead or whatever. Uh, and Doug's like, yeah, don't worry about it. We'll handle this later. We got to do it today. I got to take my daughter out to go trick or treating. Yeah. So they, uh, they meet up that night after the trick or treating. And they, uh, they're going to take him to the pet cemetery. And Dud's like, take a drink. Oh, hang on. I got to get another beer. <laughs> so while Chris gets another beer. Open they, a fresh one, drinky. Yeah, get the pibbers going. And uh, 
Yeah, so he takes they take the cat to the pet cemetery and they get ready to bury the cat there and then uh Dud has himself a thought. One of the yeah. thinking thoughts. He was like, Hey, uh go ahead, grab your, your dead cat. We're gonna climb the stick pile. Then we're gonna go through Bone Creek. And, yeah. I'm sorry, and that stick pile's a good like fifteen feet high. I got a good stick mound. Yeah. And then they head through Bone Creek to fucking Murder Pass. Yep, and then they they take Murder Pass to uh to Skull Mountain. This, then they end up on Skull Mountain. Yeah. Then you take Skull Mountain down to Rape Hill. And uh Dud's like, hey, okay, here we go. What you do, right, is you bury him real shallow, like, and you and cover you bury, him with rocks. You gotta bury your own. I can't help you. Yeah, you gotta bury your own. Man's heart of stone here, et cetera, and so forth. <laughs> Only he doesn't actually say you gotta bury your own. He just says, I can't help you. Yeah, I was disappointed, movie. Oh, what? Hold on. Hot Lando's fired up vomit came real quick. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Hotlanta decided to just take his phone and start doing juggling tricks with it, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what you could be talking about. <laughs> as long as you don't do a fucking blockhead trick with it, I'm okay with that. I don't know what that is, but you probably shouldn't tell me or else I'll do it. Well, that's where you would hammer your your nose into your, your hammer your phone into your nose. Oh, no, your, thank you. Your nasopharyngeal cavity. I'm cool. Yeah. Well, I'm not cool, but yeah, I don't want to do that. So uh, they bury Church, and uh, hey. what, like all good parents, they decide to lie to their kid about it. Yeah. Oh, no, he didn't die. He just ran away. Yeah. Ran which, away to death. Which reminds me of, uh, so my, my wife's family is Greek, and her parents came from a village in Greece. And so my wife, when she was a child, went back to the, went to that village, and they were li- they were hanging out with her, her family who still lived in the village and had chickens and rabbits and whatever else. And at one point, my wife's favorite rabbit disappeared, and they told her that the rabbit must have run off. And then they found. But they found this some of this fur on the ground, so that it must have gotten eaten by foxes while she was eating a rabbit dinner. Nice. Yeah. The foxes made dinner? Yes, yeah. the foxes cooked dinner for the family because the foxes liked the family that much. Oh, well, thank you. Yes. <laughs> Greek foxes are very polite. Yes. It sounds that way. Not like filthy American foxes. No, no, like no the, fucking, the fucking ugly American foxes are terrible. American foxes will steal your dinner and shit in your slippers. And then I had a fox fucking ask me if he could see my manager. Was the fox's name Karen? Of course. I kind of figured I just, I just wanted to ask. Yeah. I mean, it's always good to find out. So, uh, Mom and dad are like, hey, church ran away. And smell their damn names. Smell like, nah, church didn't run away. He was he was all up in the window and whatnot. 
What not? And uh, he's just chilling in the closet. And everybody's They're like, like what? Oh, fame. And, and meanwhile, like, Church is all like, <laughs> Yeah. Church was all like that. He do all be like that. Is exactly how he was being was. He was like his spit his. <laughs> he was tripping. Yeah, and uh, Church is now much more aggressive. Uh, dead looking. Hacks up yes. old uh, Smellifant. Yeah, kind of sticky. Yeah. Uh, uh, tries to something to to fake gauge. It's unclear. Try to give, try to give fake gauge toxoplasmosis. Yeah, he was gonna poop right on him. Yeah, he's got a lot more blood on the outside of him than he should. I don't think Church is doing well. Maybe more on the outside than on the inside. Waka waka waka. So, uh, Doctor Dude Bro Face Man <laughs> heads back over to Dud's house, and he's like, "Hey, you know how we went to that obviously foreboding place of spiritual power and buried my dead cat?" That was weird, right? Like, uh, my cat's back. He's a real dick now, though. Oh, yeah, I did that with my dog, Biffer, who was a hell of a sniffer. Yeah. It turned him into a zombie monster dog that tried to kill everything. Yeah, so then we killed him again. I thought, you know, you'd like that. I thought you'd like to have have a monster (laughs) For some reason, I thought it would be different, even though we did nothing different. Yeah. Yeah, It was a cat instead of a dog. I mean, cats are already assholes. Like, they can't come back more evil, can they? Well, I mean, it appears they can. Man, I'm trying to imagine a more evil cat than a cat. Cats are dicks. I have a cat. She's a dick. Cats on dicks on dicks on cats. That sounds kind of weird, but... Yeah, I don't know. I guess not. I don't know if I can sign off on that. Dicks on dicks on dicks on dicks? That's fine. Yeah, Chris will sign off on anything. Cats on cats on cats on cats? That's fine. Yeah. Okay. But even though cats are dicks, cats and dicks don't mix. Yeah, yeah. I I like that one particular statement that involves cats and dicks about how they don't mix. Yeah. (laughs) That's going to be our new tagline is cats and dicks don't dicks don't mix. Yeah, I like it. The more you know, that's a good T-shirt design to wear. Just not cats and dicks don't mix. <laughs> so, um, then Dud fills him in that you know uh, something about a Wendigo. I don't know. Yeah, the can- cannibal spirit is what the Wendigo actually is. I don't know how it's used here, but incorrectly, probably. And uh, so, Doctor like Deer Monster, Doctor uh, Dubro Face. Oh, if you want a Deer Monster, uh, listeners, listen to a podcast called Old Gods of Appalachia. Yeah, there is a hundred percent a Deer Monster in it. Yeah, Chris will confirm. I can confirm and have confirmation achieved. <laughs> Well, so, I mean, uh, you've offered it. We'd have to achieve it by using it. Gotta get those Chivos. You're dang stupid. Why don't podcasts have achievements? 
I don't know. That would imply that uh, uh, he achieved something. That would imply that Chris had to do work, and we don't want that. Yeah. Probably a place or something. Yes, Man, probably I want a Chivo, place. I want, I want Chivos on my podcast app now. Chivos? Chivos. Chios. Yes, Chivos. Achievements. Chivos. Yeah, there you go. Now you got it. Oh, we're on my podcast app, so yes, there are Cheetos on my podcast app. Cheeto. And the flaming Hot Ones. Yeah, like the little snack treats you get from the gas station. Mm, chili and lime. Cheetos. Mm-hmm. Doritos! So anyway... So, uh, Dr. Dubroface, man... Person, terminal dude, bro, brave base man. Person, he does Ex some body spray doctor. He does some research on the internet and finds out that their uh, land is part of the old Indian Native American property that was like, I, what was it? It was something like on the nose swamp or some shit. I don't remember. Was it the Okefenokee Swamp? It was like... Dumb. I don't remember that part at all, so... The old Palookaville Swamp? Yeah. And he he learns that... Uh, that this has happened before a bull came back. Oh, and somebody's... Yeah, somebody's like loved one like disappeared or something. Like Yeah. Yeah, I remember that part. And then they killed it back to life, sure, sure. Yeah, that the Evanescence song, Kill Me Back to Life. Yep. That's Chris's favorite is Evanescence. Yeah. That's why Electra is his favorite movie. Yep. It's also true. <laughs> got a, It's got a really solid plot. Yeah, I mean favorite movie of all time. And how can you how can you deny the power of Benefer? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. It's it's a follow up to Daredevil, which is a solid film. So, oh yeah, I mean it did have Michael Clark Duncan as Kingpin, which actually was brilliant casting. But so anyway, uh, I, I'm 100 percent serious about that. Michael Clark Duncan as Kingpin was brilliant casting. It was. I'm into it. But uh. Oh, and also the doctor and the wife are, are having respective recurring visions or nightmares of their respective ghost monster. Yes, yeah. Pascal is like, oh, the land is sour to uh, to the doctor. And the doctor like goes on like a somnambulist trip, I believe. He wakes up with muddy feet at one point after dreaming about... Uh, Pascal telling him that like the land beyond the the barrier was sour and you know don't don't go back there and it's bad don't do it for fuck's sake for goddamn just don't do it yeah you're gonna do a thing but don't do a thing when you think the, you'll know the thing when the thing is the thing but don't do the thing don't meanwhile think. meanwhile the wife is like oh yeah my sister had some weird twisted spine and that freaked me out. And then my parents made me take care of her while they went to do, like, I guess, I'm assuming they were key parties. And uh, they, um, and then I used the dumb waiter to give my sister her meal, 
but then it didn't go up all the way, so my sister threw herself down the, the dumbwaiter shaft instead. Yeah, like you do. Yeah. She kind of looked like Yennefer from uh, from The Witcher. Kind of. Show. Yeah, the sister Zelda. So um, now it's uh, time for a birthday party. Woo-woo! It's Smelfin's birthday. Yep. And they're all having a good old time playing blindfold your dad and spin him around until he yells game? Well, I think yep. he was supposed to be some like, weird version of like a tag where he's the monster and he's going to catch you. I thought he was a human pinata and they were going to strike him with a bat to see if he was full of candy. Oh, that was amazing because they were all at crotch height. I thought it was the other well, way man. around, and they were going to give him the bat, and he was just going to start trying to clip kids. <laughs> <laughs> that also would have been amazing, but well, that's because I am a murder uncle. You got to see if they're full of candy one way or another, too. Yeah, and it was his daughter's ninth birthday party. Yeah. and uh, Not her tenth, not her eighth, but her ninth. Yes, it's very important. Yeah, very important detail. Sure. So uh, I'm going to make it important. Elephant decides to go run by the road to hide like you do. And then uh, Gage also decides to run into the road. Yep. And uh, they threw a fire, fire cracker at him. That's, how all, that's all of Gage's acting cues. They just threw a fire cracker at him and watched him go. <laughs> Yeah, and then, uh, but the girl, but uh, Smellfent sees Church, the cat, like, staggering down the road, you know, mostly dead, but alive, and so she runs to it, and if you've, if you're familiar with the book or the original movie, uh, Gage is the one who bites it, because the daughter doesn't even, Smellfent doesn't exist Yeah, in the book or the original movie. And she exists in the original movie. Oh, does she? Well, she doesn't. I don't think she exists in the book. She barely exists in the original movie, but <laughs> in the movie. But so everyone's everyone's expecting Gage to bite it because that's how the story goes. Yeah. But the dad saves Gage in the nick of time. Yep, but nobody saved poor Smellifant. Well, the truck driver gets a fucking text on his goddamn flip phone in, in 20 fucking 19. Yeah. Well, I mean, you I can't mean, be giving them nice phones. They're truckers. I mean, for yeah. fuck's sake. I mean, I can tell you uh, the the amount that truckers get paid has been increasing quite a bit the last few years because I work my, the company I work for is a logistics company. And for fuck's sake, do we pay more and more for transportation every fucking year? Because there's a shortage of truck drivers in the United States of America. So that dude could easily have afforded a flip, a, a fucking like fucking whatever the most current iPhone was without a problem at this point. Or nothing else, like a, get a get a hands free rig. Yeah, I mean, or better, yeah, get that thing from the Simpsons that just drives your fucking truck for you. Yeah, one of them Teslas. Whatever it was, like where you can just like you know sit on the hood of your truck and eat a sandwich while your truck drives itself. Oh, you're not supposed to tell people about that. Well, you know, 
well, fuck those guys. They keep raping me, my company for more and more money because it costs more and more to ship shit everywhere. But really, I'm just stalling because apparently Chris had to go get a beer and or pee. Probably peeing in his own beer. Fucking I mean, weirdo. Some people drink their own urine and I don't know why. But anyway, so Gage uh, is saved and Smellifant uh, gets fucking like she gets smashed by a fucking tank yep the because it's a fucking like tanker truck that's driving and she just takes it fully to the face yeah. trucks do go up and down the road about 110 miles prior yeah but they like to, they like to hit their horn as they go by for no goddamn reason scared of birds <laughs> I'll be honest I was hoping for a nice uh, I was hoping for a nice smear yeah, but instead she just gets like thrown in on into the ditch. Yeah, yeah. not much of a smear or, or a from drag the, from the force of the impact. Yeah, and uh, pretty sure in my head it just shattered like every bone in her body. So she's just kind of like a liquid, like a like a sack of goo with like a skin sack around it. That's what that's what I was imagining. That well, sounds like how we explain Chris to people. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, put glasses and a little goatee on it. Yeah. <laughs> I've got bones that are mostly mine. <laughs> so I'm into the whole like just kind of bag of guts thing that Troy was talking about. Still yeah. have bones. No yeah. bones. Powdered bones. Yeah. Please don't send any squirrel bones. All if you right. need to send squirrel bones, send them to Chris's house at P.O. Box Chris's house. Yeah. So uh she did. Yeah. All the way up. Nothing. You're, you're done. And uh they uh have a funeral. You're fired. Put her put her in the uh, the ground and all that fun happy yep. stuff. Lots of crying. I kind of wish that Terminal Dude Bro face had like shed a tear for his daughter, but no, he just had to look stoic because of toxic masculinity. He just had to tighten up his Under Armour hat. It was too loose. Yep. That's okay. how you keep all your tears in your brain. Is you got to crank your Under Armour hat real tight. Well, is he wearing a snapback like an animal? I didn't realize. No, no, fitted cap. Come on, Chris. They make tightening I, systems for fitted caps. I don't believe you. I mean, I think said, he was like. said they make, they make tightening systems for fitted caps. I mean, oh. I'm pretty sure it was a 15 and three quarters. So, uh, I have 15% battery left, so. <laughs> so we'll, we'll move along. So, yeah, so they send uh, fake Gage and wife to her parents' house. Yeah. And Terminal Dubro face stays behind. The house. Because. He's got himself a plan. Yeah. But he decided to consult Dud ahead of time. And they have a pretty much meaningless conversation. Like, I don't know. In my head, they were going to have some, like, thing where, like, Dud was going to be like, no, you can't do it. Like, it's going to be terrible. She's going to come back wrong. And the the terminal dude bro faces like better come she comes back wrong than never comes back at all. 
And no, nope, just fucking Dud drinks too much and falls asleep. Well, no, Dud Dud got served a Rufi Colada. Yeah. Well, that too. Dud's like, hey, are you thinking about exhuming your deceased daughter and burying her in the swamp place? And he's like, no, no. Here, have this glass of liquor in Rufy's. I like Rufy Coladas. Then Judd's like, oh, getting caught in the rain. Sleep. And so, uh, with Dud taken care of, Dr. Dude Bro Face Man person. Terminal. Terminal face. Dr. X body spray. He, uh, heads to the cemetery. The, the and people he's gotta one. Carry, and he's, oh, yeah, sorry. The people Continue. cemetery. Not, not the goes, pet cemetery. He goes to the, oh, it goes to the pet cemetery. He's got to carry his fucking like daughter's body like for fucking like over the river and through the words, woods to grandmother's house. He goes like for fuck's sake. Like no why did they even have that? Why did they build a barrier there? They could have built a barrier anywhere in the last you know in the like the next six hundred miles. Does no one else live in this fucking town? Did nobody see this guy walking through the city in the woods with his dead daughter? I don't know. Like, I mean, he like walked like forty days and forty nights. And I mean, how wide was this stick pile? Couldn't he just went around it? <clears throat> Maybe it's a circle. Yeah, cause time is a flat circle, just like Earth. So anyway, yes, he heads to uh, the whatever, Skull Mountain. Skull Mountain buries his daughter, and uh, to the shock of everyone involved, she comes back. And I do like the fact that her face is messed up when she comes back. A- the one side of her face is droopy. Where the oh, yeah, truck yeah. hit her. Oh, like in her eye. Like, yeah. I love, like, she's got like a fucking lazy eye after her that. Eye is either chilling or not chilling enough, one of the two. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> that was a fantastic touch. Yeah, I really like that. And I guess, I'm sure they did it digitally because there's no way that fucking girl could have, like, held her eye, like, all fucked up while she's delivering her lines. But uh, they could have did prosthetics, I think, with that. I, I was thinking about with the eye. I think they could have made like a little. They could have made a lid or something. No, no. That I guarantee you, they did that. They yeah, did that, that digitally. And you post. know what? Congratulations, you fucking digital artists. You did a great job. Yeah. And uh, I'm fine with that being CGI. That was great. Yeah, it looked real good. Yeah. And and she, she has her dad like lay down in the bed with her. It's kind of weird. And she tells I mean, I him, she's nine, but still. And she you gotta brush up the tables, uh, dog. She tells him she remembers dying, which is wild. Well, yeah, she's like she remembers the truck, and then everything goes black. Yeah. And dad, her her dad, Doctor Terminal Dude Bro Face Man Person, Ox, Axe Body Spray, Axe Box Bax Body Spray. Axe body. Yes, box backs body spray, Chris, because that's a real fucking product. Box daddy spray. Box of backs of body spray. It's a box of body spray. 
He's like, don't worry, you're, like do you're back. She's like, uh, from where? And he's mm. like, yes, go from, to sleep. From wherever back street is back from. It's all, all right. right. And, uh, <laughs> so Dr. Axe body spray, etc. and so forth, wakes up the next day, and she's down there practicing her uh, dance of the sugar plum fairies. But has uh, upgraded the dance number to include knocking shit around. Yeah, she goes like full like chandelier. Yeah, you know, like like from Sia. Mm. That checks yeah. out. Yeah, you haven't seen that video, I assume. No, I know the song though because the puddles the clown. I don't know who puddles the clown is. I kind of know what both of you are talking about. Hey, that's good. That's pretty good for you. Brett's our translator. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I can't tell you anything about either one. I just know that both of those things exist. And, uh... Dad's like, hey, maybe don't want to knock all that shit around anymore. And, Especially uh, the pictures of you. Yeah. And, uh, the, meanwhile, Mom is Because back we don't at, have a uh, cure for that. Mom is back at Mamma and Papa's house. I don't know. Just seemed right. Yeah, I feel I feel it. Well, me, me, and Peepaw. And uh, I guess so. Fate Gage saw Pascal. Yeah, because Pascal's like, "Well, your dad's a fucking dipshit, so I'm gonna try talking to you instead." Even you though or understand this, you're three years old. I'm not sure how much of this you're going to grasp. I'm just going to scare the liver living shit out of you instead. Yeah. And, uh, mom freaks out, decides to head back to the house. Can't get a and hold gets, of him. And gets stuck in traffic on the way to dairy. Oh, I see what they did there. Yeah. Stevie King universe. Woo. -woo. Oh, I thought that was one of those, uh, like a Dean Koontz book. Yeah. <laughs> I've read one Dean Koontz book. It was called Cold Fire. I know that one exists. Yes, one my, singular. My favorite line from that book was, like, this dude was training like he was going to fuck a rock. <laughs> uh, what? Well, he was, like, doing a bunch of, like, exercises and stuff. And the, the, the guy at the gym was like, that dude was training like he was going to go try to fuck a rock. <laughs> Reasonable. Sense. I was granted. I was seventeen when I read it. That was my favorite line from the book. Yeah. Well, your favorite stuff doesn't have to be good. No, especially when you're seventeen. Yeah, it's, it's probably true. bad. I mean, if it involves fucking, I'd probably liked it at the age of seventeen, even if it was a rock. Mostly rocks. And uh, so mom can't get a hold of Doctor Axe body spray face. Sprainered. And uh, she calls Dud, and she's like, Hey, Dud, I can't get a hold of him. Why don't you go check it out? And he's like, Yeah, that seems reasonable. I woke Audit. up, passed out in my front yard. I seem like the guy you should call for emergency situations. I mean, at least, granted, at least uh, Dr. Terminal Dude Broface did put a blanket over him while he slept there in his front yard. Or I backyard around true. the fire pit, wherever his fire pit is. That's that bedside manner you're always hearing about doctors having. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe he roofied you so he could 
exhume his daughter and turn her into a corpse monster, but he, at least he gave you he, a blanket. Yeah, I mean, he don't want you to get sick. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. He took that hippopotamus oath. Yes. I want to give him the Corvid 19. Yeah. I got a line on that hot new Corvid 20 that's coming out. Yeah, you know, you know the one all the crows have. Yeah. That one's cooler. So, uh, Dud heads over and uses varying context clues in the environment to realize what's happened. And, and then like, asks him about his wife. Uh, asks the doctor about his wife, and the doctor's like, "Oh yeah, I haven't. I've been able to get a hold of her, even though she had just called Dud and said I've been trying to call him all fucking morning. And he hasn't answered." Yeah, and Dud's like, "Hey, you know, uh, we can fix this problem." Wink. Wink. And by wink, I mean we're gonna kill your fucking daughter again. Yeah. You gotta double kill them corpses. Can you kill a corpse? Yeah. Well, double. You can. I mean, it's not a corpse until it's dead. So you could deanimate yeah. it. Yeah. Do you have a double secret kill it? Probably. Depends on the situation. I mean, I think that's what Animal House taught me. Chris's situation. He's got some fine abs. That's true. Uh, he's mostly ribs. Ribs and abs. Yeah. Nope, just ribs. Ribs and a navel. <laughs> Surrounded by sweet, sweet abs. So, uh, Dud heads home after not making much headway on the let's kill your monster daughter thing. And uh, I mean, see, granted, if window. I did bring my daughter back to life, probably the last thing I'm going to want to do is kill her again. I mean, that makes sense, right? Yeah. It's reasonable enough, I guess. And uh, so monster... That's why I don't have children. Monster Smellifant grabs the, uh, I don't know, the breaking case of emergency scalpel. I don't I don't know what the deal was with that exactly. But just in a suitcase... Just in case you have to do surgery just right now. Yeah, in, in the suitcase under a bed was a scalpel in a wooden box. Because, I don't know, why not? Sure, that's where to keep it. Well, I mean, if, now see, if you were um, trying to find like a blood substitute for treating malaria and you had a special scalpel that you then traded and maybe like a bunch of mosquitoes would just suck all the blood out of you. I don't get it. Oh, it's a Magnus Archives reference. I don't get it. That's what's a, fine. What's a Magnus Archives? You don't know the mag- you know the best fucking Magnus archives are. <laughs> What's <you>? a reference? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And it, it may have been a syringe, but I'm gonna go with scalpel for this. Fair enough. Yeah. So um, and also, old gods of Appalachia and the Magnus archives. People should listen to those. True. So Dud heads home, and he uh, he realizes what's going on. So. He does what any scared old white man does and gets his gun. Also, he kicks a bed. Uh, yeah. Because that's a fake out from if you've seen the first movie. Yeah. The original movie. That's true. And he's uh, he's looking around because he heard a noise upstairs. But then he sees Church and he's like, oh, Church, you rascally and monster 
reanimated no corpse cat. cat. <laughs> but turns out that it it really was dead smellifant who has also found the fucking wicker man mask and turns her face melds into his dead wife's face well but- you missed the whole point where she like fucking cut his Achilles tendon oh, for like yeah. six ways to Sunday yeah. and then he fell down the stairs fucked it up real good I did skip that. Yeah, so he's probably he might have been mildly tripping, dog. I mean, just describe this cut to us, Brett. Well, she jams the uh, the scampel in like in front of the tendon, closer to the toes than the heel, and then pulls straight back. So it really just—I mean, it, I don't know—it might have went through some bone. That really, really fucked up his whole life. Yep, that was super nasty. And then she turned into his wife. Yeah, and then she's severe uh, pain hallucinations. She starts hollering about how uh, maybe you know, who hollering. He uh, he damned her to not hell, but kind of hell. Basically hell. Yeah, it's whatever. Basic hell. Yeah, like she's forced to wear fucking boots and a leather vest every fall. It's terrible. Yeah. She has to get pumpkin spice lattes. Yeah, it's terrible. And she uh she morphs back in time to uh stab him to death with a scalpel. It seems like it would take an awful long time to be honest. Yeah, she stabbed him up pretty good though. I mean she's undead. She's got nothing but time. I guess that's fair. So uh Dud's done. He's out. Also, uh Dud Dud buried his wife there originally when she died from un undetermined sickness. Yeah, and presumably he murdered her. Or prostate re- cancer. She died from prostate cancer. <laughs> so, uh, family makes it home, and uh, Doctor Brew 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 Terminal Dude Bro Face. He's like, hey, you're here. This is totally fine and great and wonderful. So happy to see you. Didn't reanimate our daughter through some kind of weird magic. Yes. No, no actually, that's exactly what I did. And, I'm uh, just yeah. here. acting natural. Yes. Yeah. And mom, not happy about all this. For some odd fucking reason. Yeah, it's weird. Mom's not happy about much these days. You think uh, seeing your reanimated dead kids would be super cool and not at all traumatizing. Weird. Yeah. I mean, it's not like we, like, had a whole church service and then buried her. Yeah, it's not like you spent the last couple of days trying to come to terms with the fact, you know, the mortality and stuff. While your son was freaking out about seeing some dead dude. Yeah, and you keep having weird hallucinations about your monster sister who fell down a goddamn dumbwaiter. I mean, kudos to her for having dumbwaiter money, I guess, but... Yeah. Electric dumbwaiter money. Yeah, but it didn't work too good. Yeah. Nah, fam. She got totally mangled. Oh, I didn't realize that was the intended purpose of a dumbwaiter. Never mind, that was a totally functional dumbwaiter. 
no, I said it didn't work, and that she got mangled because uh, it didn't. I thought that it did work. I don't know. I've never had a dumb waiter. For all I know, they're supposed to mangle kids. I don't have any fucking idea. I mean, I, if there's anything I learned from Webster, is that the dumb waiter is supposed to use as an elevator. If I learned anything from Webster, oh. it's that if you set your apartment on fire, you get to move oh. into a house with cool secret passages afterwards. Yeah. So, also, uh, Emmanuel Lewis, also, Emmanuel Lewis is the Antichrist. Yeah. It's true. Webster, yeah, Emmanuel Lewis, because he's the Antichrist. I have that on good authority. I mean, if anybody knows, it's fucking Jimmy Pop. And he's a dumb white guy. That's true. He's not old or new, but middle school. Like junior high. Fifth grade, like junior high. Mm-hmm. But he don't know. Mopo, y'all peeps. Peeps. Be bugging, giving props to my hoe because she's fly. That's pretty good. I can take the heat because I'm the other white meat known as Kid Funky Fry. Uh huh. I'm hung like Planet Pluto. This is hard to see with the naked eye. (laughs) Should I just stop? Yes. Okay. Uh, we We don't need no lyrics. Just let the motherfucker burn, okay? I don't get it. Perfect. It's a good wrap up. 5%. Anyway, so the family reunion goes poorly. Less most do. Yeah. It's true. Let's be, honest. Let's be honest here. We can all agree on that. Hey, it's my Somebody's going to get drunk and start talking politics, and then it all just goes to shit. Yeah. Got to take somebody down to camp, whoop ass, and. So, uh, so, uh, Smellifant decides to go on full on murder rampage at this point. Like you do. Yeah. Grabs a kitchen knife, a chef's knife, and heads after, uh, mom and fate gauge. Uh, Mom gets stuck one good time, heads into the well, bathroom. No, mom takes Gage and like fucking tosses him out the window to the to Dr. Terminal Dupro face. Yeah. Well, and, and she's in the bathroom, which is where we see the first of the weird limitations of her zombie powers, smell offense. Because because she can't push the the bathroom dresser you know the thing we all have bathroom dresser out of the way i mean where else are you gonna start your bathroom clothes at chris come on that bathroom was huge just for the record that bathroom was like a third of the upstairs of their house what the fuck i mean if you have 40 acres and a mule you can afford a fucking big bathroom chris i guess that was part of the homestead act was you get 40 acres a mule and a ginormous bathroom yeah, and so uh, she smashes out a window, throws her three-year-old out of it to fucking Dr. Resting Dude Bro Face Man Axe Body Spray <laughs> model, and so forth. <laughs> and uh, he, as a responsible parent would, 
puts him in the car and says, hey, three-year-old, don't fucking do anything. And then don't open the door for anybody, even your sister. Yeah. And the kid's like, I'm three. What the fuck are you even talking about? I I didn't even know what shapes are, man. What the fuck? Yeah. I should be in a car seat. Yeah. I soiled myself. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I thought was right. This is normal to me right now. You're telling me to watch out for what? Is that shutting a door? How am I going to open a door? I should be strapped into my car seat. I don't even have object permanence yet. You're gone to me now. Where's my Barney? (laughs) And, uh, so, uh, Smellifant takes care of mom. Yeah, stabs her a couple times. They have, like, a little touching moment in there, though. Yeah. And they like, and then they get stabbed a couple more times, just because. And she's, and uh, Smellifant is straight up twisting the knife too. Like she's not fucking yeah, around. Literally, yeah, literally and figuratively twisting the knife. Yeah, she was tripping, dog. And I was like, kudos she's, to you, Smellifant. Yeah. You're murdering on at least a tenth grade level. Yeah. I mean, she was in the 99th percentile of the Iowa test of basic murdering skills. Yeah, she was knocking it out. And uh, Dr. Dude Bro, so forth, busts in. He's like, hey, I'm here to... Oh, no. And then he gets clocked by the tiny bathroom chair, which I assume sits next to your bathroom dresser. Yeah, I mean, because that's where like the tiny bathroom people sit to put on their tiny bathroom clothes. I guess it explains the dresser now. Yeah. And uh, he comes to, realizes that uh, everybody's gone because Smellifant has drugged Mom off to the Murder Mountain Skull Rock or whatever the fuck we're calling it. Well, the pet, at the very least, the pet cemetery. Yeah, because Smellifant's plan drink, is, bitch. is to... Uh, Chris, drink. Is to stop yelling. <laughs> I finished my drink, so I can't drink. I don't have to drink. I just finished mine. Yeah, just... horse shit. You didn't finish nothing. You better not say it again. Exactly. Yeah. So Smelvin's uh, plan is to take, uh, you know, murder her family and basically make them um, murder zombies like her. Yeah. I mean, they're going to be murder, torture, inbred murder, torture zombies. Yeah. I but, believe uh, is the, the line from the, uh, Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. But Dr. Not Axe Kevin. Body Spray manages to close the distance on him. Her, she, he gets into a tussle with Smellifant. And being the physically larger and stronger person... Uh, pins her to the ground and starts to choke her out. Yeah, but that doesn't. While seem she to... like freaks out. Ah! But that doesn't seem to work. So he's going to decapitate her with a shovel. And, and then Ma then... comes up and impales him through his sternum with uh, something. Uh, some kind of a, crazy uh, rebar cross. Yeah, a rebar yeah. cross. Yeah. And uh, then we see uh. The fire from the beginning, and the uh, yes. the the family's walking towards the car where 
fake gauges with gas canister in hand, presumably to, you know, murder him and indoctrinate him into their newfound murder family. Yeah. Fade to black. And then, then not the Ramones singing Pet Cemetery for the end credits. Because fuck the you. Karens. I yeah, think we the, determined that it was the Karens. Yeah. It was the, the, the Donna's non union Mexican equivalent. <laughs> it was whack, 2%. What? So, what'd you think, Hotlanta? Yeah. What did you think, Hotlanta? It was whack, 2%. No, nah, that's it. Was whack the the Karens and two percent is how much battery I have left. Oh, well, you better hurry. <laughs> uh, it was it. Uh, shut up. It was all right, I guess. Enough. I can't really recommend to watch this one when the original Pet Cemetery exists, but this one wasn't bad. The this the Ellie being the little monster instead of Gage being the monster kind of fucked me up at first, but. It's whatever. I guess I got over that. And it's passable. It's all right. I still prefer the original Pet Cemetery, but all right. John Lithgow was a good dud. Wasn't as good as the other guy, but aside. Christabel? Yeah. I mean, it was. It was okay. I like the uh, I like when they do the swerves. Like they're like, "Hey, you remember that movie? We're not going to do the exact same thing." Those were kind of fun. I did. This isn't. I did a. I did get a kick out of whenever they would say a thing they said in the first one. Mostly any of Judd's lines because that is so kind of iconic from the first movie. Just old uh, Herman Munster's. Delivery of everything. Yeah. Yeah, man's hot Estonia. You know, classic <laughs> shit. Like, yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, Lithgow was fine. The, that kid, Ellie, she did phenomenally. She was super unsettling when she was being in full creepy mode. Uh, I didn't care for Dude Bro. Not because he was a dude bro, but... He just, uh, he had just no heart. Like, it felt like he was indifferent to straight on psychopath to, like, kill his daughter again. It just, I don't know. I wasn't buying it. My biggest problem is just that the whole thing just felt kind of by the numbers. It was just kind of bland. The directing was just the same kind of shit you're used to in a horror movie from the last couple of years five years ten years music cues the like you know something's supposed to be happening it should have been a Blumhouse production but it, it felt, wasn't it felt kind of like one of their like low budget ones Blumhouse has two different kinds of movies they have their high budget ones that are pretty good and they have their like low budget shit the gallows yeah this felt like some of their low budget shit. Like it's not terrible. But I don't know. I think I think they either should have went all the way with making it a different thing or just made a more faithful 
reinterpretation of it instead of I don't know. It's just kind of boring. Like it didn't swerve enough for me to go, "Hey, that's different enough to warrant this." The differences were like, "Hey, you thought we were going to do the thing, but then we didn't, huh? Huh? Huh?" I don't know. I'd say the first one is probably better, but I haven't seen it in a long time. So maybe not. I don't know. What do you say, Troy? Um this movie's kind of boring. However, I feel like it was trying to say something, and I feel like I might have picked up on what it was trying to say. Um, I have just like I haven't finished like kind of thinking this all out, but I do feel like it maybe had something to say about like fathers trying to like protect the purity of their daughters or something like that. You know, maybe like like the weird like it may have had like puberty or coming of age as a theme. It, I'm not sure they ever really like maybe even decided on that. Maybe I'm just trying to read more into this movie than actually existed. I did like that they threw a couple swerves compared to the original. Um, you know, like with Gage versus Smellifant and things like that. Um, I kind of wish they would have like let Lithgow like gnaw on some of the scenery here and there. Uh, like I said, I really wanted to see like an argument between Dud and Body or Axe Body Spray about um, like bringing the daughter back instead of just "Hey, I'm just gonna roofie you and fuck you, I'm out." Um, that would have been kind of interesting. I would have loved to see the doctor say something along the lines of "Better she come back wrong than never come back at all." Because I could kind of see someone feeling that way about the death of a loved one. And maybe it was supposed to be more of a show, don't tell. But, I mean, you already saw that church came back kind of weird and fucked up. I feel like someone needs to just say, no, I realize what I'm doing here, but I'm deciding to do something wrong. Because I think that's better than doing nothing at all. But, I, so I feel like they kind of missed the boat on that. But I don't, I don't know, maybe I feel like people should watch this movie and kind of see if they can tease any themes out of it, you know, maybe extra meaning out of it. I feel like it wanted to be an A24 movie, but it came out as a Blumhouse movie. I, it's kind of where I'm falling on this. I don't know. I don't know how that word even rate that. I'm going to rate that as uh, Schmel bra. That's what I'm going to say for this movie. This movie is Schmel bra. So what are we watching next week, Chris? Well, we're going to watch the original Pet Cemetery. Why is that, Chris? Because Squid said we should do that because we haven't done that in a while. We should watch... Yeah, we've done comparisons in quite a while. And we're gonna. Mm -hmm. That and Brett suggested Pet Pet Cemetery 2 for next week, and we all know that Brett's suggestions are terrible. It's true, they are. So what if other people would like to suggest things that we might take several months to get to? How would they do that? That's for true. Oh, well, you can, I don't know how much of this you guys will hear. You can find us on the Facebooks because we're Slaughterhouse Princess. We're on Twitter because we're Slaughter Prince. We're on Reddit, the SHP Podcast. 
can find the whole fucking mess at SlaughterhousePrincess.com. You can email us directly at SlaughterhousePrincessPodcast.com. We're on Stitcher, iTunes, YouTube, uh, Google Play, right? Yeah, Probably. sure. Sure. Uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify. You can market your Alexa to listen to us or other smart, whatever the fuck you have. And I think that's really about it. The email us, whatever. Slaughterhouse Princess Podcast. Yep. So come back next time for the original Pet Cemetery. And as Troy would say, if he was here, while other podcasts think about movies, we'll drink about movies. Bye.